Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. Our campaign is entitled At Your Door. It was written by Ellen Isenwell, Mark Morrison, Barbara Manoui, Chris Adams, Scott D. Anielowski, and Herbert Hyde. I am your game master, and this is episode 29. Our recap will be done by yours truly to bring us up to this point in time. So without any further delay, let's continue our journey into the darkness. It was on all of the television broadcasts the next morning. Explosion at the Salvation Citadel, Pastor Lully killed. The fire marshal said it appeared to be a gas leak, the second within a week in Fair Toronto. The only witnesses were the security guards, two of which were so traumatized by what they saw that they had to be institutionalized. What the news didn't link to the event was a path of destruction and death that led from the Citadel to Lake Ontario and from there up along the St. Lawrence River and into the Atlantic Ocean. It would be many months before authorities in Canada and the United States would realize that the disappearances, the desiccated people, the animals, and the sinking of ships followed a clear path. And of all the billions of humans that lived and breathed and struggled, only the remaining investigators knew the truth, that the great old one Rontagoth now moved freely upon the tiny sphere of the earth, feeding as it willed on the innocent. The investigators lived in silence. None of them spoke, not even to each other. Nothing needed to be said. There were no plans. They were numb. Two days after the ordeal, they were back in San Damio, though they didn't know what they would do. They were still on the payroll, and the cost was so very great. Dr. Ethan Carlyle was dead, and our investigators knew they had to keep that a secret for now. They would tell Slakes, and they would, and who would relay it to Jaden. But there was no sane way to explain it. Slakes listened and believed every word. He said that Ethan would be remembered as a hero when all of this was over. Needless to say, the survivors were beaten, both physically and mentally. They knew more about the horrible truth of things than any conspiracy theorist ever suspected. There were dark things moving just under the surface, and nothing could really protect the world from these yellow horrors. Days passed. Slowly, gradually, the normalcy of the world around them began to make them block the horror. Humans have this coping ability to get their minds on other business, just to go back to the routine. After a week, the investigators made a decision to ask Jade Tanaka to officially join their group. She'd been pestering them, mainly because she had figured most of it out on her own, putting things together from Dr. Carlisle's notes. She had deeply respected Ethan and his work, and she felt she needed to make his death mean something in the greater scheme of things. And this is where we begin the final chapter of our story. On the top floor of the Crocker building, with Panther Latoy on the playbill and his soft, haunting saxophone music in the background. A moment of pleasure and happiness in the midst of a long, long nightmare. 
So the music's playing in the background. Listen, I've spent the last few weeks looking up all the cryptozoology I could, all the, the myths and legends, cross-referencing cross all of Ethan's notes. I mean, I got a handle on this, but you guys look like shit. Like, and I, 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 not just because of his passing, but like, you look traumatized. Look, like, I, I, I need to get a handle on Ethan's dead. The world's being destroyed. I need to get a handle on what you saw. Like, I need to know. I need to know. <laughs> that you don't, kiddo. That you don't. Look, we. We look the way we do for a reason. I can't, can't explain it to you. It's just some things that words can't express, Jade. And you're just going to have to live with that. And that's life. As cruel and, and cold as it is. And for the visual, Jade is five foot nothing, 95 pounds soaking wet. Short, dark hair, shoulder-length, dark hair, Japanese descent. Well, we appreciate you uh, coming in and your enthusiasm. It might be what we needed, but uh, right now, Panther up there is uh, calming my nerves. The smokes are helping. And uh, we'll have... I know, I know I'm on my second pack, but, but, you know, uh, do you mind if I take one of those from you, Heather? They're unfiltered now. <laughs> Pass one over. Thanks. And, uh, we'll raise a martini to Ethan. Remember. <laughs> here, here. So. so as you're sitting there, hey, Ethan. after a few minutes, the, uh, the music stops. It's the end of the set. And, uh, uh, you know, Panther says to the audience, he says, uh, folks, I'll be back in about 15 minutes to continue with the sultry sounds of uh, the saxophone. Uh, I'm going to take a short break. And uh, you see him walk over to the bar and he gets a, a beer and uh, glances over at y'all and he smiles and he starts walking over towards you. Well, you folks uh, haven't seen you all for a while. Uh, you're still here at the, the Crocker, huh? Yeah, for now. We all look rather glum. Is everything okay? Uh, it's been a hard month. Hard life. Yeah. We're, they sent us on a business trip that uh, the deal didn't break the way we thought it was going to. Oh, my goodness. Your well, that happens sometimes. For, your talent for understatement is duly noted, <laughs> both of you. But you know, hearing you play is making me feel a little better. Well, I'm glad that my my artistry uh, helps people in some way. Of course, you guys are out there doing the big jobs, and we're just uh, just trying to make it a little easier going. Well, you know what? I appreciate that. I noticed one of your numbers is missing, though. What uh, what happened to He's that? He's moved on to other things. Ah. Well, that happens, too. That it does. That it does. Oh, I'm sure you've lost some band members uh, in your career. 
moving on to others, brighter pastures. Why that sometimes is true, yes it is. Uh, I've seen a lot. I've seen a lot in my time. People come and people go. People move on to different things. See. So, so to, how, to moving on. Yeah, to moving on. How's been Sandamia since we were on our trip? Oh, Sandamia's been about the same as it always is. This terrible heat wave going on. I don't know when it's going to end. It's like all summer long. It's been way too hot. I actually kind of like it a little. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They still getting the tremors? Oh, yeah. That's California for you. In fact, uh, I didn't talk on the news about the big one. But then uh, I think they talk about the, the big one in L.A. and San Francisco and everywhere else, anywhere along that, uh, that, San, uh, that uh, San Andreas fault line. Right, yeah. They used to say California's going to break off into the ocean. Not sure. <laughs> that would be the day. We could be so lucky. Well, folks, if there's anything I can do for you, make your life a little bit cheerier. Otherwise, uh, I will wish you well. well. Thank you. Well, if you want to make your life a little cheerier, just play on, good sir. You got it. Play on. So he dismisses himself, and uh, he actually leaves the print. Probably has now, Heather, I thought you said these were unfiltered. Oh, that must have been one of my leftover packs. <laughs> <laughs> Just break it off. It's, it's <laughs> you know, that musician mentioned something that caught my interest. He said something about the San Andreas Fault. And um, were, uh, Tom, correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't some of the seismic activity in that stone in the fault area? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's look... Um, Looking over the notes, with that altar being so near the fault line, I'm wondering if that has a direct correlation to the earthquakes and somehow the weather. <laughs> Who's using it now, Jade? I mean, Who's using it now? I mean, who knows where Newell is? It's, Jenny's gone. It's no. It's nobody's fault. We we tried. Do an intelligence oh. roll, Shade. We tried. Forty out of seventy. Okay, that's pretty good. You don't have a a strong background in geology. Maybe you took a class in college. Um, but you know, I mean, San Andreas is probably one of the most famous fault lines in the United States because it's fairly active. Uh, it it moves side to side, and for a couple of hundred years, it's been sort of snagged. And they know that at some point that snag is going to break. When it does, it's going to cause a major earthquake. Um, whether that's centered in uh, L.A. or San Francisco or whatever, they've already had big earthquakes. But when you have a fracture like that, you also have radial fractures that come off the sides and go all over the place. So it's, it's not unusual that there are earthquakes all over California. 
but most of them are on the fault. And the fault is moving, that you can find places, you can find photographs of places on the fault line where people have put up fences. And after a few years, yeah, the fence is bent because it's being torn apart by the moving ground going in two different directions. And there's roads that go like this because of the, uh, of the fault. All right. So the evening wears away. It gets fairly late. See, maybe one o'clock. Maybe that's not very late. Maybe three o'clock. And be late, especially. Do we have, uh, have we heard back from Slakes since we filed our report? Has there been any, do we have a plan of, you know? Slakes is planning to contact you shortly. Um, he realized very much that you guys needed a rest. Um, uh, Jadik has been involved in what he calls some sort of corporate thing where he's traveling back and forth. Um, and he, he admits, I'll, I'll just be him. I admit, I don't know all of the details. Um, he, he's gotten involved in something over the last couple of weeks um, that he won't tell us about. But he says that it's, it's, it'll be explained eventually, that uh, it has a lot to do with some of the information that you've given us. He seems to be quite concerned that there is a leak or a mole. And has the San Damiel branch of the Black Dragon opened? Um, uh, yes, it has. Just recently. Have any of us been bold enough to drop in? Oh, no, I don't think so. You want to avoid that shit at this point in time. Yeah. The question is whether we want to arrange for a third gas leak. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. All in right. any case, you all eventually wander up to your room. I would like everybody to do a luck roll. And for the past few days, Dr. Liege has been getting entirely sloshed. Yeah. I failed that. 66 is a fail. 35 normal success. Keith? Fail. Fail. All right. Dr. Desmond, when, you get, back, when you get back to your room, you open up the door and you notice there is a piece of paper on the floor. Kind of fancy looking little piece of paper. Um, looks like a piece of stationery of some sort. You flip it over and it is a very nice piece of stationery, gold embossed foil on the edges. And uh, this is what it says. My dear friends, it's Sunday here in San Daniel. I am doing well, thanks to our mutual acquaintance. 
I've been busy at school. It's not what we say, but what we mean that counts. There's a lovely park near the university with a pond and ducks. They make so much noise during my afternoon tea. My friend Roth has led me on an interesting journey, one I did not expect. We should meet and discuss it. But Lee Finn is in town, and you know how big his ears are. Magnus. Um, is this the sort of thing that I should wait until the morning to bring up, or shall I start knocking on doors? Well, that's up to you. But today is Saturday. Uh-huh. Uh, all right. Then I think that means I can sleep this buzz off and uh, decode this with the group tomorrow. Obviously, Roth is Rothmersum. I'm not getting who Lee Finn is. P-H-I-N. Anyway. All right, so you'll wait until the morning? I will. Well, let's say that you all meet up for breakfast, or you meet up in your rooms getting ready for breakfast. And That's what I'll do. I'll, I, you know, I'll, I'll, as the English say, I'll knock people up in the morning because we want to have a private meeting about this. All right, so you all get together in your room. Okay. And, huh, busy at school. It's not what we say, oh, but sure. we'll... Where's your coffee? Uh, we have to, we'll ring up for some. Uh, this this Mr. Coffee machine is no, just the kids. It. It. All right, so uh, coffee's so on the way. So obviously he wants to meet where the duck pond will prevent surveillance. Right. And, and he's thinks, talking about Rothmersum. Yeah. And then Lee Finn. Finley. Oh, um, of course it's Finley. What, what he's was, back. Well, what was his wife's name? Madam Finley. Madeline. Madeline, Madeline. Finley. Finley. Yeah, her cookbook is going to take a rewrite apparently. Yeah, I don't know of anything about that. But, yeah, well, I don't know. It seems, what I'm getting is that he thinks that Lee Finn is the mole. I mean, big ears. Well, he has big ears. He's not the mole. He has a mole. Somebody's been feeding him information this whole time. Yeah. Or been feeding New World Industries information. Which, which we already knew. Oh, I got. I see where you're getting Finley now. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, and also, he's back in the states. He was hiding in the Caribbean before. But if uh, uh, Magnus, you know, I'm surprised, Doctor Mills, that I got this note and not you. Anyway, don't rub it in. I'm is done there with, a, is there a school in San Daniel? Is there a what? Is there a university in Scandamio? Oh, yes. oh yes, University of Scandamio. And it's it do we it, it's a familiar enough prospect that we would know whether there's a lake on campus? Yeah, there's a cha there's a park next to Chandler Park. Hmm. So let's have our coffee and go to Chandler Park. Do we want to 
go as a group? No. Oh. I mean, I think if we... We should all go, but we should all go separately at different times. Since we're going to want to get there in the afternoon, some of us should leave in the morning, some of us should leave closer to the actual time, because if we all leave as a group, anybody keeping tabs on us would be greatly interested if we all went somewhere together, because we haven't done that in a very long time. Do you, does anybody have a read on this, not what we say, but what we mean that counts? Is there a, is there a mass? No, I think he's just giving us the hint that he's dropping hints instead oh, of... Oh, right, but he's not being literal that there is no Finley. Mm-hmm. Or Leafin or Roth or... Um, do an idea roll. Oh, 06. That's an extreme success. Ugh. Pass. <laughs> uh, as you look at his somewhat coded message, uh, he is giving you a time to meet him as well. Well, there's, I mean, he says, I am, looks a lot like one. No, he's actually yeah. saying that the ducks make so much no- no noise at tea time. I am. Oh, tea time. should be four. Got it. Yeah. So we want to try to meet him at four, but we want to leave somewhat staggered. Yeah. Is it walkable, the campus, from, from the hotel? Mm, not really. San Table's a mid- mid-sized city. It's a little, would be a bit of a walk, right? Yeah. yeah. But there's, you could take a car or you could take uh, public transportation. Their public transportation is pretty good. Well, so if, if one of us runs Jade back over to the lab that we have here, and then go from there to the park. Well, I would like to go. Yeah, well, of course you're coming. We're not dropping you off, but we're just trying to... We're just trying to break up our movements. So if we go stop at the lab... Yeah, I, I could go with Jade to there. I need to sign... Uh, well, and even, I, even if you go with Jade to there and then you talk about you know just well whatever if the mole is at the lab you could definitely misdirect them away from the park but right yeah I need to talk to Jack anyway I gotta sign a certificate so mm-hmm. why, don't, why don't we send out false um, false uh, oh my god timeline like uh, what do you call it uh, itinerary thank you We'll leave it around that we're going to, some of us are going to hear a conference. Some of us are going to the library. Some, you know. No, you don't have to go that far. Dr. Leach and I are going back to that you could same even, bar. You could even just talk about how you're thinking about trying the, the new Black Dragon restaurant. All right, the mole will pick up on that and they're going to fixate on that. Yeah, that's all you have to say. That might get us watched stronger so they know when we're going. Maybe. Nonsensical things, you know, library to hear some lecture. Yeah, I think a little more random is good too, especially given the Black Dragon's relationship to the place. Just give them both. That's fair. 
if the Marines but, but I mean, I've been mostly hiding and reading for the past week, so. Yeah, we can say that you've all sort of developed a routine over the last week. You know, maybe you're staying inside. Maybe you're going to the drugstore down the street. Maybe you're going to buy liquor. Maybe you're going to the library to sit quietly for hour after hour. So there are ways that you can look like you're just doing the same thing you're always doing. And yep. So nobody break routine. That's all for. Yep. Yep. Well, I've been going to buy my cigarettes. I'll just go someplace else to buy in. No, everybody do exactly what they did all week, but then veer off after that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Is there anything you want to do during the day until four o'clock other than just your routine? Uh, I'll, of course, check the paper. I'm interested in how the homeless population is doing. They're still dropping. Um, well, there is still a homeless problem, but... Um, you think that there's a lot of speculation that the heat is the biggest problem. Right. But, uh, the homeless are trying to just get the hell away from the heat because they're exposed to it all day long. Yeah. Okay. Um, nothing has been happening, happening at the lab. They've, they've run into dead ends in every, in every direction uh, or, or mysteries that they just can't solve without more information, more, uh, uh, which they don't have. Right. There's no interesting news since we've come back from Toronto about either new world interest industries or full wilderness. None whatsoever. Well, full full wilderness, nothing of interest. I mean, it's yeah. still got you know its fingers in a lot of different projects, um, saving the rainforest, the dolphins, the uh, the endangered species of the world. And yeah. Mm -hmm. What about the Sasquatch watch? Oh, They're bulleted. Has there been any more activity out at that stone? Um, has a whole month passed? Um, I think that they're starting to lose interest because they've already been out there a few times. Uh, and they, they're sort of moving on to UFOs at this point. Um, <laughs> nothing seems, like I say, things all just sort of seem to be going back to normal. Right. I mentioned after the news about Big Jetty's uh, departure, the Sasquatch Watch folks felt like they'd been barking up the wrong great black slab of rock. That's true, because Jenny was on TV. Yeah. I mean, they made a sensation out of her and then she disappeared. And there hasn't been any news about her, of course, or her offspring. And as you recall, the last thing that was mentioned was that there seemed to be some sort of government officials around at the time. Yeah. So your best guess is that they've spirited her off somewhere. Yeah. All right. And yeah, yeah, besides reading the paper, just my normal routine until it gets the ducks. Okay. All right. So... 345, 4 o'clock, 345 or so. Um, you guys wander into the park, perhaps from different directions, whatever. 
and uh, you see the pond. It's a fairly large pond with a path going around it. There are trees, there's grass, there are people feeding the ducks. And you can see on the opposite shore is uh, Magnus Glansandi sitting on the bench. Um, he's dressed in a suit. Uh, he's sitting rather stiffly. And uh, he occasionally throws some breadcrumbs to the ducks that flock in front of him. Uh, you have to kind of walk around to get to him. Okay. But after a moment, and he does not openly act like he knows you. Okay. Mm. How far is the duck pond away from where he's sitting? Uh, literally five feet. So I'm going to sit by I'm on the grass by the edge of the pond and pretend I'm just playing with the ducks. Okay. I'm going to find an empty adjacent bench. I'm going to go sit by him because it's my only chance to be close to him. All right. So he says, we have to be very careful. I uh, I don't have time at the moment to tell you everything, but I will get you started. There is there has been something going on. I came down here to meet with your Mister Jadik because I began to suspect things at Rothmersham that uh, had a great deal to do with your Mister Finley. And a jogger runs by, and he's just like, you know, he just shuts up. The guy goes by. We've been looking into another company, uh, Neurogen Industries, that Finley seems to be associated with in some way. And uh, we're not exactly sure, but uh, very shortly we will find out what they're up to, and we may need your assistance. We suspect a few things, but, but we suspect too many different things to, to, to say anything at this point. But something might be coming to San Daniel. Something that we're worried about. Hmm. Is, uh... Does something have a name? Not yet. Is this uh, Nurgen Industries? Is it a, where are they based out of? Uh, they're based out of Indiana, but you won't find them on the map. Ah, uh, don't I wouldn't I wouldn't go looking for them. Okay, yeah. Um, I'm strolling around casually, whistling tunelessly as one does, looking at the pond, eavesdropping. Uh, how does Dr. Glansandi look? Is he getting sleep? He looks fine. Um, healthy. Um, actually, remarkably pretty. He looks pretty good. Let's bring him. Unlike us. 
He's a big oh, yeah. Right. I mean, if, if Panther's going to sit down at our table and tell us we look like Rex, like, I mean, he's a blues man. So yeah. if he thinks we look like Rex, damn. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, 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 what he, he also says, uh, we are we may be very much in danger. So keep your eye open. I will keep track of where you are. Mm-hmm. We should have a code of some sort so that you know that it's me. I'll have to send you clandestine messages from time to time, and I will... Have, I've already relocated once. I'll have to relocate again just to make sure. Um, not to paint such a dark picture after all of the darkness that you've already experienced, but I think that, that we, can, we, can work, we can help. We can stop something that's, that's going to happen. Um, what, what code should we use? Hmm. The ducks? I, I like the ducks. Yeah, it's a pretty place to sit. The ducks. Yeah, yeah. You could just uh, if you need to contact us, just uh, leave something off in my room. Remember, it's room thirteen. I think you got the note at the wrong wrong room last time. Well, the time may come when when we have to all relocate. But uh... so when you say we, like we are in danger, we might need a little. Are you just talking about you and us, or are there others with you? I'm not going to say that out loud, but uh, we have people working on this, as well as you. Trying to stop the, cut the snake off, cut the snake's head off before it gets too far. Uh, Trust me, I will... I will I will keep you informed as best I can. I don't know enough yet, but uh, I've been working with uh, your Mr. Chadick. He's also in on this. That's why he's been a little bit unavailable lately. Right. Okay. Well, well we can trust you a little bit, but trust is a hard thing to come by these days. I understand. I'm a man of my word. You'll uh, you'll you'll get exactly what uh, what I've said. I will send to you and. After it's all over, we'll have dinner. I'm going to get up and walk from the pond, like around the benches. Like I'm not even, and I'm going to say the ducks are beautiful, but I kind of worry that there's a mole back somewhere. Not at him, but like, so he knows that, that hopefully he gets what I'm meaning. Yeah. Um. Look, I just, We've been through a lot, and you know that we've been through a lot. Okay, you don't have to pep our hopes up. There's not much of that left. I'm afraid there's nobody else who can help. Nobody else would believe it. Right. I have to go. Oh, okay. It was was good to see you. I hope to hear from you again. He stands up and he flings the uh, the rest of the the crumb crumbs out into the the ducks and the ducks sort of 
make a quackety quack noise and he uh, he turns and just walks away as if he doesn't know who you people are. You're just strangers. Hmm. You see him walk across the path and he goes through the trees to where the parking lot is. And How's the shadow? Yeah, his shadow's <laughs> a big shadow. Big. Yeah, he's a big guy. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Gonna take a leisurely stroll back towards the hot dog cart over there. Okay. All right. Well, now that I mean Jade's a little distance from. I mean, so are all the other doctors are here. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I think we can. We're looking around for anybody with a camera or any other surveillance that's, thing. But. That's why I figured if we split up and meet someplace away, you know, in case somebody's watching. You can all do spot hiddens. A 40 is good. 80. I'm spotting everything. Yeah. That squirrel. Those hot dogs look really good. <laughs> little camera in the end of the hot dog. Exactly. <laughs> well, whether you passed or whether you failed, you don't see anything. Yeah. It, but it, I'm just... it's like, it seems like Lansandi chose very well a very mm-hmm. good spot that there's no easy way that you could surveillance the spot you certainly couldn't hear right well I'm just gonna it's like well I guess we find ourselves in a predicament again agreed yeah I was hoping we were uh near the end of understanding but i don't think that there's really any other way out for us other than the way of ethan at this point i feel uncertain about this this uh, jade girl it just seems like she's so young and she doesn't understand what she's getting into she doesn't understand it's a pretty deep damn rabbit hole well Mm. she (laughs) She doesn't understand, but I, I have not feeling that she's going too soon. Because look, we're we're broken. I mean, we've we've been through so much, and it looks like that we're going to need to go through a little bit more. I think I'm willing to do it. There's nothing else to do with my life at this point. Well, I mean, yeah, we can't deny what we've experienced. We know things that most people couldn't deal with, but I don't know if we want to let her know those things. Uh, And frankly, you know, it's nice that Magnus has faith in us as the last respite for our species. But, you know, I don't know on what basis he has that. And he doesn't look like he's gone through a sleepless night. Heather well, you know, they seem to sleep through everything and feel calm and relaxed. Hey, he's very confident. Well, the thing is, if we can't force Jade away, I mean, you've seen her enthusiasm. If we don't let her join us, then she's going to go try it on her own, and who knows what will happen to her at this point. If the danger is so elevated, if there are agents so many agents working against us, her poking around by herself will get her killed or worse. Do you think Magnus is paranoid? A little. 
but I think it's justified. Yeah. There's definitely a drum trauma to Magnus. He's made numerous references to television and movies. So this whole clandestine thing in Park seems like it's right out of a spy novel. Yeah. Speaking of agents on the bench and, well, it's a little ways and he was talking quietly, but Neuros. Neurogen. Neurogen. Yeah. Did he give? Oh. Did he have an address? He says oh. that they're not on the map. They're probably yeah. just incorporated. That's a common thing. Businesses can incorporate wherever they want. They can leave their. They can have a law firm incorporate them if they really want to. If they want to be off the grid, they're off the grid. I mean, and if they're connected to New World Industries, they have plenty of funds to do whatever legal smoke screens they want. Right. right. I mean and if they have if they have Jadex sneaking around these days. If they had they've got a lot of leverage. If they had an address an address can be fought. Addresses are easy. Yeah. But hmm. no we've got a name. All right. Now, you have nothing on your schedule for the rest of the day. It's four o'clock. Is there anything that you would like to do? I think, I think we should take Jade out to dinner and tell her not everything, but make sure that she understands that there's no turning back and that we can't guarantee her life. <laughs> she need, we need to make sure that she understands. Fully. I do think we, yeah, I think we have to, she has to know what, what she's buying into that, you know, that she knows Ethan's gone, but I don't think she really understands. How could she? I mean, and she <clears throat> see what happened to him. Uh, I would also like to see what there is publicly on Neurogen at the library before we pick her up from the lab. All right, so you want to go to the library? Yeah, and I was wanting to get the uh, the local music paper. I was wanting to see if uh, God's Lost Children still had advertisements or if maybe they're not booking anymore because maybe some of them got human trafficked out of, yeah out of town all right uh both of you do library roles we'll assume this is happening the rest of you might be doing other things in case some of them have become a cho cho chow yeah exactly that was a hard success <laughs> regular success 38 okay uh cho cho uh, i mean uh, god's lost children um uh they are currently booked in albuquerque new mexico um, they seem fine. Okay. Now, Lurleen and her buddies were not part of that. They just were fans. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, you look up uh, any kind of listing to, to see if you can find uh, uh, Neurogen in uh, Indiana 
I believe he said, uh, there is nothing. There are, there are company names that are similar, close, but there is no Neurogen Industries. And there's no stock market tag for Neurogen, and there's no CEO of Neurogen. Nothing. As far as we can, as far as the rec, public record knows, Magnus had a fever dream and made up that name. Yeah, it doesn't exist. And I'm trying a G and a J. Um, okay. I wonder if their government, they would be completely off the radar then. Not yeah. only can we not arrange a gas leak for them, but we can't even find out who principals are, which I would have liked to do because I would like to link people. Uh, Heather, did you get the impression from Magnus that that Finley was physically in town or just that his influence is spread uh, or is, continues the, to be felt? The latter. I did, I did not get the impression that he was implying that Finley was in town. But he seemed to think that agents of Finley were in town or agents of Neurogen. Or, I, mean, there was, I mean, again, he seems a little paranoid, but he also seems cautious and intelligent ways. Finley is Neurogen, is NWI, is everybody. Finley is involved still, no matter how remote. But you're right. I agree that he isn't, he himself is not an immediate threat. The people he's working for and with are. And just talking about this makes me think about being in his living room with Madeline and how nearly we got eaten. I'm going to have to go somewhere and lie down for 10 minutes. It's just so fucking awful. <laughs> As the smell of Chinese food wafts across the park. <laughs> 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 they were cooking duck <laughs> it's people it's people people <laughs> All right. smell egg rolls yeah so you, you you're going to egg have egg rolls or leg rolls a hand sandwich um alright so you're going to have dinner with Shade do you want to do that or yeah so, yeah. Okay. Okay. So you are having dinner with Jade at a very nice little restaurant. Not, not the Black Dragon. <laughs> no. What oh, is uh, geologically opposite Tibet? Like Iowa, maybe. We get some. We get some, we, a nice meal of corn, boiled corn. American food. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So right. Somewhere you know, somewhere loud. You go to the country kitchen. Oh, we, yeah. we go to the country kitchen. <laughs> the California country kitchen spelled with three K's. Yeah. Unfortunately. Ooh. 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 Uh yeah, and, and we spend a little while um trying to to make it clear to Jade that you know, I mean Ethan didn't didn't have a stroke. Like what we're involved in, you know, you have a sense of it, I think. Oh, I've been looking up that mother goddess and I can't find anything about it. <laughs> I know he explained to me about an alien and he talked to me about some creature that is 
genetically enhanced with a dog? Look, look, Jade. Your blessings. I, I don't know how to. There are things on this earth that are well beyond us. Okay. Where they come from, what they want, I don't know. None of us know. Okay. All I can tell you is that something I can't explain and hope to God that I never see again sucked Ethan dry. Okay. Like a raisin. Okay. There are things out there that will kill us. And it won't be pretty. Okay, welcome to the club. If you want in, great. We're happy to have you. But just know that none of us here can guarantee your safety or survival, physically or mentally. Okay, if you're in it, you're in it. But I don't. if you want to walk, that's fine. I owe it to Ethan, and in turn, I owe it to you all. So, I'm in. If it's worth anything, we, we might be doing something important. We might be just fools. But from, I... From the last letter from Ethan, he explained that, and I don't know if he was exaggerating, but he said that the fate of the world rests on your shoulders. Now, I didn't know how literal to take it, but if it, if he thought it was that important, so do I. Now, look, for all we know, the world might already be over. Okay, we're going to do our best to prolong that. But a lot of things have happened in the last two months. We don't even know what's happened in the last 2,000 years. We just know that there are creatures that are real, that are beyond our imagining, and whose power is terrifying. And there are people among us that are eager to have truck with them for their own advantage. And yeah, and there is a crisis brewing. It looks Are you going like... to finish this fries? Oh, <laughs> go right ahead. At least they had a fish option on the menu. Okay, but I want you to do... Jade, just... Look, we're... I want to give you as close of a taste as you're going to get before any real danger starts. I want to slip a copy of the Endurance Chant across to Jade. What? What is this? You said you're in. How about you read it and you find out, kid? You sure? Look, she says she's in. And we don't got time to just mess around here. Let's say it's 7 p.m. right now. So she'll be up all night. So she's got to know. Like, read this out loud? Read it out loud. And she begins reading it. All right. Um... 
for some and when she says the holy name i lower my head yeah as you finish it jade you feel a a sudden wash of nausea come over you as if something is terribly wrong but then as it flows through you it it wells back up inside and you suddenly feel all of this strength and energy um you you're just you're amazed at the way you feel um this the statistics on there uh for the the chant if you still have them go ahead and roll those and tell me how long it's going to last and i don't have it 1d 1d 10 hours plus 30 strength plus 30 constitution after the hour has passed you have to make a strength test and a constitution test. A failure on either of those is a permanent five reduction. And then how long does the sleep last? I forget. It, it lasts, so if you say it lasts five hours. Same number of hours, yeah. It's the same number of hours down. Okay. I rolled a 10. So you're going to be wide awake for 10 hours and dancing around, and then you're going to be uh, sleeping for 10 hours. Now, Jade talked a decent amount before she just tripled that and you guys are listening to it well uh-huh what yeah are those fries any good desmond tequila please i think the mayonnaise helped what is it you know the, I, I think the fries are better with mayonnaise I don't want to eat anything. I want to drink. Try mixing. Let's go to a club. I know a club. Ketchup. Try mixing well, ketchup with the mayonnaise. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've heard of some people doing that. Well, I'm. Yeah, that's that's a big thing where I'm from. It's just maybe a little hot sauce. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Well, she is up and awake and and dancing around. Um. Yep. There's two things. Rest, what are the rest of you? Well, just two two things, Jade. Uh, one, magic's real kiddo, and two, pray that you never see what's giving you that energy. Uh, wh where does this come from? This is amazing. Why don't we do this every day? We could use this. Like, I mean, like for, I, I could use this for my graduate degree. Jade, when Jade, we... Jade, Jade. The crash is a bitch. Yeah. It's kind of like burning the speaking candle at both ends. Speaking of two understatements. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it comes from it comes from the Divine Mother. That's this uh Shub Niggeroth. Says it and I visibly just That's the one that Ethan, I've been looking for weeks up on this and I can't find anything about it. And uh, do you want to dance? Come on. And I grab Margaret's hand and try to pull her up. Come on, let Desmond. Oh, slow, slow, get... slow down there, Jade. This place is too. Come on, let's go. This is kind of rednecky. I know a good place. <laughs> Dave, you've been watching all of this and reading uh, the reports you've gotten back, and now you feel so bright and alive. Is anything connecting that you think we've missed all this time? Um, I think there's. I think there's something with the fault lines. But I'm not a geologist, and 
uh, let me work on it. I wish I could read about this some some more about this. Like like I couldn't find anything about this 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 being in any of the books. Her name has been secret, I think, for thousands of years. Uh, I have I have a book. Um, you might actually spend your uh, hyper lucid hours. Do you have it in Latin? Uh, no, Japanese and English. You have a modicum of Latin just because you're a zoologist, but it's not enough to read. Yeah, I, I can. I, I have. I have been making notes in a translation, so you might be able to get something out of it. Oh, please, everybody but Jade. I would like you to do a one d two roll. Yeah. So a six, and then to, you know, higher low. One. Two. I'm sorry, David. I wasn't looking. One. One. I'm gonna make sure to give my two in the right direction. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. Uh, Heather, what was yours? One. And Dr. Leash? Two. All right, double. Right. Is, is there any other books I could read? I mean, I need to know about this. What about that that dog man that that Ethan talked about? Ah, uh, oh, look, oh, he got locked up. Oh yes, he's still in. Still he's locked down up. there somewhere. I meant the guy that made him. Oh, oh, oh no, no, he's talking about. Jade is no. talking about the friend, the ghoul, I believe. He was referred to by Ethan as a ghoul. Uh, I oh. can't recall his no, name. We're not talking about the oh. crocodile monstrosity that was made by Gaul. Oh, okay. Oh, you're you're talking about that thing in the cave. Yeah, oh, correct. yeah. Correct. Not oh. the bug, but the other thing. Uh, we need to give these things zoological nomenclature. Was yeah. there really a bug guy? There really was a bug guy, right? Yeah, he took all our blood. He, you, you talked us into giving him blood samples, and he was an, a bug. Jade, really, think twice. I mean, I've, uh, I, if this is just the start of it, I mean, this is going to be amazing. No, now I no. understand why you all look so tired because you've probably been at this for days. And exactly, it's not. I need to set you straight right here. It's not amazing. You are not going to come out of this thinking so much, such a great experience it all was. It will change your view of the world, but not for the positive. All right. Let's move on from here. Let's ask a few questions. Um, Dr. Flores, you mentioned to Jade about the book. She wants to see it. You've made notes. So she is going to you've invited her back to your room um, on the up and up, of course, and uh, she has sat down with the book. She is going to be wide awake until 5 a.m. Where do the, where do our uh, staffers stay? They're not in the same hotel. Yes, they are. They're just in, in connecting rooms. 
Yeah, I thought, yeah, I thought we were sharing sweets or something right. uh, at the beginning. So I can, you know, have a muffin and, and, and send her off. She might come back periodically with excited questions. You could. And bother my sleep, but I'm going to, you know, after, at a certain point, I'll be firm. She's also uh, managed to uh, uh, close out uh, Dr. Ethan's account so that she's, his room is no longer available. She's just got hers. Um, but her room is, we'll just say directly across from yours, Dr. Flores. It makes it convenient. Uh, so if you, if you shook her away, she goes there. Uh, the rest of you fall asleep by one. You're pretty beat from the night before. Okay. Um, I never asked this before, but what do, how do you guys prepare for sleep? What are you guys all, all wearing? Uh, Dr. Liege, what do you wear to bed? T-shirt, shorts. Okay. Heather? Uh, probably uh, shorts, a nightgown, and a little face peel mask. Okay. Uh, David? Uh, it's about 50-50 whether we're shorts or sleep naked. It's not going to work out, obviously. Uh, how are you sleeping tonight? I rolled a 20, so that's naked. Okay, so you're naked. And Dr. Evans, how are you sleeping? Uh, Dr. Evans has somewhat given up taking care of herself a little bit, so she kind of just crashes in whatever she was wearing. Okay, so, daytime clothes. All right. Um, before I go to sleep, um, so I'll go over and knock on Desmond's door. Just okay. That's that's flossing. Hi, hi. How are we doing? Hey, you got a moment? Absolutely. Come in. Uh, come, come and look at these. And I'll have some, I'll have some photographs of, um, just various microscopic images of both uh, bacteria, some fungi, blah blah blah. blah. Um, Desmond, do you want to look at these and tell me what you see? Do you want to tell me what I'm looking for? Well, can you, can you identify what they are? They're just like E. coli. Right. That's, yeah, that's got the, the, the flagella there. We've got that's. And it doesn't really have a cell wall. What, are, what am I looking for? So you can see what they are. Yeah. I mean, I mean, presuming that these are magnified to the extent I assume. Ever since that damn... Well, I don't see... I don't see bacteria. I don't see anything. I just see... Her, I, I see it. Do you mean the Divine Mother? No, I haven't drank your Kool Aid, but yes. Well, I'm 
I'm sorry, go ahead. My impression is that she is the source of all life. So everything is a recapitulation of her form. And I, I grant her form is very frightening when you first recognize it. But when you see the fractal nature, the, you know, the, the multiplicity of structures, you recognize, as you say, that which is in a fungus and that which is in a root system and that which is in the human brain. And that the multiplicity is daunting, but it's, it's beautiful. Almost two decades. I've been staring at life. I understand it. You can't, you can't say that. We, we've, we looked at the, the sample the first day we got here. We looked at the sample, the specimen, and didn't, that wasn't the same. That's not of this earth. That does not belong here. Do you mean the, 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 the stump-like offspring that were made yeah, those the, were those were not natural box. creatures. Those were not those were f forged by by human technologies that were insufficient, inferior, did not understand. Those are the closest sample that we have to whatever the that thing was, though. If it if it behaves in any way, shape, or form like like our specimen did, that has that has no place that has no place here. I I, I cannot agree with your assessment that that's that she's natural that she's nature. I think that I think that you might your your concern about material from her person might not be safe here. That seems very reasonable. Well, it certainly isn't. We saw how it affected Jenny. Who knows, who knows what she's become now? Jenny had no regrets. Well, I've got many. Yes. Uh, and this thing is, is, is large and complicated. But I don't think that, uh, I'm sorry, Are, what is it that, that frightens you? She's, she's real, she's here. She is bigger than all of us. That, that thing at the church. Well, that was an abomination. That bomb should have leveled the whole damn floor and it survived you don't mean that the reverend you mean the thing that skittered away in space yeah well that's why i don't understand what our real mission is because we keep seeming to just unleash these monstrosities into the world as far as I know, if Ethan hadn't been there, that statue wouldn't have had enough mana or juice or something to fly away. 
We don't know what we're doing except making things worse. We did not stop any bad thing from happening. That's why I can't sleep. Our, our original job was to find that biologist. We haven't even done that. Now, all I think we've proven is that we don't understand the way his death was faked. That's all we've learned. <laughs> and that he was a pervert. Oh, it might not have been faked. He might be very... In fact, I guarantee he's well and truly dead. I'm not even sure about that. Who else has survived? Well, indeed. The only reason I assume that he's dead is because everyone else we talked to is dead. Uh, now, these bacteria, there's nothing just, about these that I'm not noticing. No, they're you're just, just... You're just... I took I took stock photos from our yeah uh, the the E. coli samples from uh, yeah it looks like a textbook yeah and uh, did you did you want to talk about this because of the whole Jade problem or just because we're so over our heads well I'm running out of options. The explosive option didn't work. Biology's flown the coop. If we run into another one of these things, what the hell are we going to do? The only idea I have about that, and it's not a great one, but I feel like we, we, we took a bunch of uh, pea shooters into combat with a deity. And so if we're gonna if we're gonna risk combat direct conflict with something else, we need to have things that you know that might hurt a human, let alone hurt a deity. Yeah. Well, you seem to have a reasonable grip on the more, dare I say, eclectic things we've been running into. Is there somebody you, you, you don't feel uh, is um, still uh, trustworthy? I, mean, I think Heather and Margaret are still in good shape. Oh, certainly, certainly. But And honestly, Ethan was pretty far gone before we got out of that damn cave so although I do not relish his passing I think that a lot of him had passed already true true he a lot of him a lot of him didn't leave the cave but speaking of I've, are you feeling all right you seem strangely religious if you catch my meaning. I don't see how it 
is possible if it is the case for you i i you know i don't we haven't we've been kind of you know we've kept separate space a lot since we came back from canada you know we saw a we saw some kind of alien god fly out of that place so we know that there are things that are completely beyond our science and our understanding I mean, we, we have to physically recognize that we don't know what those things are, are or capable of. And given that, and given the fact that Shubhnigura, the Divine Mother, seems to embody every kind of biological form and obviously is you know, powerful and vast and real. I don't know why you would refuse that understanding, that knowledge. Well, alien, alien, I agree with God. That didn't seem like a creator. None of them do. They seem. I don't know. You know, consider, uh, I think Carl Sagan uh, says it, you know, maybe life arrived here on an asteroid. What if she's like an asteroid, but a million times greater? Not a god, but in between us and a god. We're just pawns gone. You know that. Yeah, that's fair. Well, I've got a lot to sleep on. And I suppose you do too. Uh, just warn me before you uh, start going door to door. <laughs> I don't, you know, I don't have a pamphlet. Um, there's no way to tell anyone anyway. Although Jade, if she's reading what I'm reading, you want to look at Jade perhaps because she might learn the truth. And, Case study. Yeah. All right. Good night, Dr. Flores. Sweet dreams, Dr. Leish. All right. So you both retire to your rooms, and you have a little, you, you, you're afraid you're going to have a trouble uh, going to sleep, but uh, um, you're very tired. You're tired and exhausted. And once again, this seems to be all starting up again with with uh with Glansandi talking to you about it at 7 a.m uh dr liege dr evans you wake up not necessarily refreshed but you're laid lay there in bed for a few minutes and you're pretty sure that you can't go back to sleep so you get up you take your quick showers, you brush your teeth, and um, you start to get dressed for the day. Um, all the rest of you are asleep. Margaret, you are completely, I'm sorry, uh, Jade, you are completely crashing. You're, you're sound asleep, snoring away, and uh, nothing's going to wake you up. At 7.33 a.m., 
building begins to rock. A low rumble runs through everything. Dr. Liege and Dr. Evans, you're immediately aware that it's an earthquake. And you can feel the building rocking side to side on the, uh, the level. You can hear the rumble. Um, Heather and uh, Desmond, you are still asleep. But after a couple of seconds, you, you begin to wake up uh, just as the building suddenly vibrates and shakes stronger side to side. Uh, seconds go by and it becomes, uh, instead of going away, it gets worse. Um, just, uh, just as a person might begin to cough and then is unable to control the cough, so the earth begins to shake more strongly. Um, I would like to know what you all are doing. Some of you are just waking up. Jade, you are sound asleep. And the other two are, you realize that this isn't slowing down. It seems to be ramping up. Yeah, since they've been awake, awake for a bit, I'm getting into a door frame. Yeah, what, what, what floor are we on? You're on the 13th floor, I believe, or I forget which floor. But you're up there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, th I think 12th, which is about the worst place. Pretty close, yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, uh, I'm going to dive into a bathtub. Heather will do, she's lived 20 years in California. Um, uh, she'll do what the training for an earthquake is. I do not know it personally what that oh. is. Probably, probably at 10 seconds, you're just ignoring it. No. <laughs> <laughs> but astonishingly it doesn't stop it starts to get stronger uh the rocking of the building grows stronger there's a great rumbling noise coming from everywhere desmond you're awake uh and you are naked um uh the sound is more felt than heard and then suddenly your ears are diverted by the slap of pictures falling off the walls uh, uh, you see uh, windows rattling, and uh, and the shadow, and and you can suddenly hear glass breaking in the distance. Um, uh, the, uh, enormous forces are squeezing the building from the sides, and the windows are beginning to pop out. Uh, uh, bottles and lamps and eyeglasses and books start bouncing across tabletops and the floor uh, almost visibly wiggles and crawls under your feet. Um, you can now hear people in other rooms calling out in, in fright, and you can see out the window that the same thing is happening in other buildings across the street. Windows are breaking out. You can hear the distant sound of glass hitting the street down below. Uh, and still, it doesn't stop. And Jade, you are sound asleep. And things are falling all around you inside the room. Uh, so now what are you all doing at this point? Bracing, right? You're in the doorway. Uh, do a luck roll. Oh, six. As you're standing there, you, you realize you have to sort of brace the door because there's a moment when the door suddenly comes swinging at you because it's being swung side to side. You have to sort of pull to keep it from, from hitting you. Uh, Desmond, where are you now? 
Uh, I was asleep when the whole rocking started. Uh, we're pretty high up. I uh, saw the, the alarm clock dancing on the nightstand, and I rolled out of bed and then under bed. And I'm holding one of the legs of the bed. Okay. And hoping for the best. And you find that the bed is starting to skitter across the room. This is when you're heading towards uh, the far wall. Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, Heather, what are you doing? Uh, I I was would have went to hide in the bathtub. Okay. Uh, you've you've run you've run into the bathroom and you're there, and uh, you've gotten into the bathtub and suddenly uh, some of the pipes uh, in the walls behind the sink rupture and water begins and spewing out of the wall at a fairly high velocity. Um, Dr. Liege, I think you also jumped into the bathtub. Yep. Uh, bathtub the, club. The bathtub visibly begins to crack while you're in, while you're in there. And still the earthquake continues. It's been 25, 25 seconds at this point. Um, uh, yeah. All of a sudden, the uh, the earthquake sort of changes direction. Where it was rolling before, it suddenly gains a sort of vertical thing. And, and for a couple of seconds, almost suspended in time, you see all of the furniture in your room suddenly leap a foot into the air. You all leap with it, and then everything comes crashing down on the ground. You as well, a uh, plaster crack. And uh, all of the electricity in the building goes out. Of course, it's morning, so you can see light. Uh, outside, you can see fire uh, coming from other buildings. You can see smoke rising up. Uh, and still, the uh, the uh, whole, the, everything is, continues to shake. Um, you can hear fire alarms in the distance going off. Uh, fire alarms in this building as well, but on a lower level. Um, and then, in about 35 seconds, your view out the window changes. Everything lurches about 20 degrees as the ground, once again, just changes direction. Uh, you're thrown on the floor. You can all do one knee for damage as pieces of plaster, dirt, rocks, I mean, from the, the blocks from the building come down. Yes, Jay. I, I take damage also? Yep. So 1d4, you said? Yeah, and your reaction to it is like, oh, this not me sleep. Ooh, three points. I took one. There's another sharp lift. Uh, and um, it's not quite as stunning as the first, uh, but you can hear walls, glass, and everything crashing all around. The din is terrible. You hear screams from other rooms, and, and, and parts of the ceiling break loose and fall down. The light and everything. The whole thing lasts 49 seconds. And it begins to start to slow down and settle and there is dust and you know smoke and uh everything is a, a horrible disaster and jade 
is still lying there on the bed with rubble all over the back, all over her, her body, um, injured, but asleep. All right, well, I am going to the door next to me, the room next to me. Who was that? Who was next to my room? I don't know. Whoever. Oh, we were probably shooting the interior door. Ah, well, I'll just rush over. Heather! Heather, are you okay? Oh, no! I got some plaster cutters everywhere. Jeez. Here, oh. let, me, let me help you out. No, I was I wore a white T-shirt too. It was a bad choice, but I'll go. Uh, well, I'm going to pick you up in the second. I kind of like pick you up and just like Jade read the chant. Oh no, she she probably didn't even know anything's happening. Uh, that's where I'm going to go to next. <laughs> yeah, we need to get out of here because the uh, aftershock could be coming. Okay, do a luck roll. Ooh, pass. A 30 is a pass. This is the most luck rolls I've ever passed in my life. Okay. In that case, the earthquake has partly popped open her door. Otherwise, okay. damned it so that she would have did. Yeah. All right, we're going to run in there and guess. You see her lying on the ground with uh, drywall and plaster and wires and stuff like that laying all across her. And she's snoring. I took three points of damage from that also. So I probably have a big shiner and maybe a cracked <laughs> yeah. rib. Yeah, she's she's bleeding. Actually, most of you are probably bleeding from minor in injuries and scrapes. And, and stuff. Right. Yeah. Well, here, help me, help me pick her up, Heather. Okay. Also, when you, when you stepped into the hallway, you can see other people in the hallway, true, panicking and freaking out and trying to figure out what to do. And somebody's trying to organize them to get to the stairs. Mm -hmm. the right, well, we'll, I think we'll take Heather if you want to help me get Jade. I mean, she's really small, so we can just yeah. kind of pick her up. I could fire me. Fireman's stick. carrier out of there. Pretty easy. Do I stir at all or I'm still out? At the most, you're just cranky. You're, you're really, you're, you're not aware that you're, you're a sleeping person. So, would I have any, any faculties to me or? Not really. Uh, yeah. And you're going, right, so out, you're going to be out technically until 3 p.m. And it is 7.30 in the morning. All right. So take go in the hallway. Do I see Flores or Leash? Oh, good. You've got Jade. Where are the rest of our interns? I think they already went down the stairs. Do I smell uh, smoke? Yes. Are there uh, the sprinklers on? Uh, not where you are. Actually, actually, I take that back. The sprinklers come on for a few minutes and then they stop. And if I look at what's left, is the window broken? The window to the outside? The windows, yes, many of them are. The one that you're in your room is broken. So if I look down from, you know, something like 12, 13, 14 stories, mm -hmm. is there smoke evident? All of San Damio is in smoke and fire. Buildings have toppled over. Damage is everywhere. There's the streets are just filled with rubble. Um, did one of my um, did a did a bottle of hard liquor survive in my room? Do a luck roll. <laughs> That's pass. That's pass. 
I will say one bottle of hard liquor. All right. That is that is literally all I need. And it's not to drink. Uh did anyone get did anyone get sprayed by the uh the water on an open wound? Jade did. All right. That, that I, water is still flowing too. There's water on your floors and Jade Jade and Heather. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, l- all right, let's get out of here, but we definitely need to disinfect that as soon as possible. Where's Dr. Yeah. Flores? Um, you know, I'm, I'm putting uh, some papers in a leather satchel. Oh, but did you ever put your clothes on? <laughs> Probably. Desmond, Desmond, put after. on a robe or something. I mean, that's the nice thing about hotel rooms. They have nice robes. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, so no, so the priorities are um, textual materials that cannot be recovered. So I've got mm. my binder that's got the various mysteries in it. Um, yeah, anything else that's that's grabbable into a satchel and then a robe and then downstairs. And I told you people I hated California. All right. Well, going down is not easy. Uh, There are crowds of people trying to get into the stairs and go down. It's, uh, it's, and, and people are panicking and freaking out. And there it's like, it's like horrible traffic. Nobody wants to let you even in to go down because they're going down and they're trying to save themselves. And, uh, it's I'm absolute panic. And, and it's not panic, but it's it's a disaster. Right. I'm going to try and calm people down okay. to get some semblance of order. I'll, this will be... Sound rolls, too. Yeah. This will be yelling. Um... But everyone, please calm down. You say sand rolls? Yeah, sand rolls. Trampling, trampling each other is not going to help any of us get out of the building faster. 20 is a pass. 46 is a fail. Okay. If you pass 1d2, if you fail 1d4, uh, sand damage. And you can you see have- that people everywhere are reacting differently. Um, there are even people with nervous laughter uh, because they, they have no way of knowing how to deal with this, this disaster. Uh, there's people in every kind of, you know, wearing everything from bathrobes to, uh, to fully clothed. Uh, most of them have suitcases and coats and um, the stairs go down and down and down forever. Does, uh, does my little speech help at all? No, darn. People. Not even gonna make me roll for it. Yeah, well, okay. Do a <laughs> do a persuade roll. Exactly what I wanted. Oh, that's a fail. Okay, yeah. Darn. Right. Shut up, Mister. <laughs> or if they lip off, I swing Jade's legs into their face. Yeah. <laughs> swing and swing and Jade. Well, I, I lost two sanity, so I'm ready to get out of this building. <laughs> okay, you finally meet some hotel staff on the way down and they're 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 also panicked because they're 
trying to run up and down the hallways of the, of the, the floors and make sure that everybody's out of their rooms. Um, it's, a very, it's a very precarious and dangerous situation. Uh, the, the stairwell was, is damaged in places and uh, you have to uh, carefully make your way around things. Um, you have a choice of whether you want to save yourselves or help save others. Of course, some of you are carrying jade. Yep, but currently I'm saving others. <laughs> <laughs> others being jade. I'll pass off my bottle to uh, whoever's closest. Be like, here, rinse off, rinse off your open wounds once you get out. Thank you. Take that. All right. You'll eventually make it down to uh, the lobby, which is somewhat uh, triangular. Now that you, 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 you think to yourself, curses on the fact that it's all steel and glass. Uh, there is broken glass everywhere. There are shards of glass jammed into the floor like, like harpoons from above. Um, uh, people are trying to make their way outside. Uh, but that's dangerous too. And at any moment, there could be a, a shockwave that uh, everything that's been loosened is now going to fall. So people are still somewhat panicked. Um, there's places where uh, emergency areas have been cordoned off by duct tape. And uh, as you are making your way out into the street, uh, you can see that there are piles of rubble everywhere. There's no way vehicles or rescue vehicles or anything can get into Sam and Damiel, but they sort of try to move you into an area where you're in the least bit of danger from things falling from above. Uh, and somebody has a small um, radio, battery-powered radio. And you can hear on the radio uh, this information. The quake occurred at 7.33 a.m. It was centered four miles east of, of San Damiel along the well-known uh, Savidura Estrellada Fault, uh, which is connected to the San Andreas Fault, which bisects San, uh, San Damiel suburbs and continues west, east into the, into the sea. Uh, the shock registered an 8.9 on the Richter scale, one of the most powerful tumblers ever recorded. Damage is apparently enormous, uh, but communications are too fragmented to allow an accurate picture to develop. Freeways, phone lines, and power lines are down. Travel is extremely hazardous. Everyone is requested to stay where they are. Uh, the governor of California has declared a state of emergency. Uh, 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 it's well, it says here that later in the day you'll find out that martial law is being declared with 8 p.m. and 5 a.m. curfews. Um, all emergency personnel, including policemen, city public workers, employees, National Guard troops, public utility employees, doctors, and nurses, and civil defense personnel are ordered to report uh, to prearranged emergency locations. Mm. Electricity, water, telephone, natural gas, and public transportation have been shut off uh, to be reestablished. Uh, nobody knows when. Uh, thousands of buildings have collapsed. 
uh, or have re uh, reported to have uh, collapsed. Many city blocks are reported on fire and all firefighters are already committed. Citizens uh, confronted by fire should abandon those buildings since all water supplies have been interrupted. Citizens fight their fires at their own risk since uh, neither fire nor medical aid is likely for hours or days. Um, people are being evacuated as best as possible from the coast because it's very likely that a tsunami uh, is anticipated um, uh, from the compression wave of the, uh, of the earthquake. Um, San Daniel is not coastal, is it? Yeah, it's right on the, the beach. Oh, it is. Perfect. Yep, you've um, got a lovely little bay. Inland! There are also two water reservoirs east of Samson that have collapsed and flooded down, downstream communities. Um, you guys are in the middle of the city. You're fairly, you're fairly up, up away from the coast. However, uh, the San Daniel River is right there. Uh, so the water will most likely come up. And in fact, 25 minutes after the, main, the major earthquake, a uh, tsunami does hit the coastline and uh, the water comes up the river and floods the street to about you know, a foot and a half deep. Uh, and it'll take it some time before it drains back. So that is where you are now in the midst of this natural disaster. Uh, so after trying to help, so after I handed off my bottle of alcohol, I would try and help hotel staff with maintaining some semblance of order on the evacuation. Um, assuming nothing horribly awry goes horribly awry. Um, but I would find the rest of the group afterwards. All right. How, how is everyone? Margaret is a little emotional. Yeah. She's, the, she's in tears at this point. Uh, the building next door where uh, Full Wilderness is uh, has also been evacuated. Uh, you can see smoke rising from, from places on it. Um, it is definitely, and, and it's glass outside structure. Much of it has been destroyed. Um, but there's not really any way to communicate. People are being herded. People are being put in the places where they have medical aid. Uh, Does it look like the town is in collapse? Or does it look like the town has, had, has suffered some damage, but it's okay? No, it looks like a disaster. Um, uh, it's very likely that it will take billions and billions of dollars if they want to rebuild. Some of the smaller buildings, some of the more sturdy buildings have survived. Um, with with damage like broken windows, but the structure itself has remained pretty well. Um, buildings that were around five stories high are still evacuated, but they're in fairly decent condition, except for some of them have been literally ripped off their foundations and turned in the earthquake boo side to side. Right. Um, Do we want to make our way to our lab? Your lab from here would be miles away, and uh, 
impossible to get there except walking. Well, Heather, you're the California native. What are we? What do we do? Uh, well, we want to stay away from the building. So if uh, something falls from there, you know, uh, we're going to want to start thinking about procuring uh, water because people don't have uh, water. I mean, you can see how bad it is behind uh, that uh, that bald guy with the beard. It looks really bad out, out there. <laughs> uh, so we need to start start thinking about what we we need to do to make it through the next three days. <laughs> right. Um, hold on to the rest of that bottle. We could use it to disinfect water. It's not right. going to be very palatable, but it won't make you sick. Oh, we could always boil it too. I mean, it looks like there's plenty of flames around. So, <laughs> eh, silver linings. That's right. Yeah, I mean, you know, main thing we need to start thinking about is where we're going to find shelter because, uh, you know, the night's going to come and our hotel's not an option. So, Were there any emergency services? Like, are they going to set up housing? Like, what What do we do? Eventually, you know, hours are going to go by and... Uh, the National Guard has been called in. You begin to see uh, soldiers making their way into the town. Um, they are setting up a number of, uh, I don't know what you call them, bivouacs. Uh, they're putting up tents. Uh, they're trying to clear some of the, uh, some of the park areas that uh, obviously didn't have stuff falling on them. Parks, football stadiums, um, anything that's large open ground, parking lots, uh, parts of the university campus. Um, so you eventually find yourself in one of those. Uh, they begin, you know, uh, they have blankets, uh, but there's not enough for everyone, obviously. And the biggest problem now is fresh water and uh and then food um, toilets uh, toilets yeah you have uh heard that the estimate is that there are thousands of people dead and there are somewhere in the neighborhood of six hundred thousand refugees on the streets uh there are several aftershocks uh one is 6.8 one is 7.3 uh which just make more devastation. Buildings that were hanging on collapse and there's screaming and there's fires and the air is filled with smoke. And uh, it's a fucking disaster. Um, hey, Heather, that's unfiltered. Yes, I agree. And then when Jay wakes up, you say, welcome to hell. <laughs> yeah. We warned you. Holy crap. What the fuck just happened? So you slept through a, what was it, a nine point, an 8.9 earthquake? And then a 6.8 and 7.8 aftershock. aftershock. The book. Where's the book? We didn't grab the book. I've got everything. It's fine. Uh, and also, uh, minute 33 when i was out of the building i knelt down and did the 
Durin's Shand, which I always do pointing toward the north now, because I have got some ideas about how things work. So I can help bring water to everyone. Is that what you're going to do? You're going to help bring water? Uh, who wants... Uh, I'm going to give you guys this. If you guys use the endurance chant and you actually help dig people out of the rubble because there are people everywhere and you're going to see, I think that the sanity loss in seeing somebody trapped will be offset by your, the joy of actually rescuing people from the rubble. And also we'll be able to hear people who are calling from cellars and things right collapsed spaces and if we ignore it we'll go it'll be bad but i'm helping real hard hmm. all right you know what i think that's a good spot to end it for tonight leaving you all in squalor even though we started a little late still a good spot because then we can get into the next party all right uh our players included morgan llewellyn brian daly keith craig jason melnichok and david Castleway. with yours truly as keeper of the secrets we're currently producing up to five shows a week with music and sound effects added in post-production in order to create a richer listener experience we provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. The costs involved with the show are provided almost entirely by our patrons. Without them, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. If you'd like to help support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. You can find a link in the description below. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch that bell icon for updates on our latest shows and leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure in the universe of H.P. Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck. Good game.